You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hi, gang. Welcome back to the uh, Watch Along Critical Commentary Podcast, uh, where we watch Riverdale with you. It's the same bad time, same bad place, truly. I'm here on unceded Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish territory, and Ryan is not. I'm over on uh, Treaty 8 territory of the uh, Woodland Cree, Dene, and Beaver people, uh, back where I grew up, because we can never get a premiere when we're in the same province. It does seem that way. (laughs) It really does seem that way. Um, uh, It's nice to be back with you, Riverdale gang. Um, We really had a great time with the 100th episode. So I I personally really (laughs) didn't know what to expect with this episode. And it seems like we've left sci-fi weird, but we're going back to witch weird, where Nana is a chaos goblin. I'm confused. We're definitely into a deep, deep, fresh, new weird. Um, I've, up till now, kind of chopped things up by genre, um, but they were often genre takes of the same world. Um, today was weird. This this fresh uh, jump into season six. Season six is so weird. I don't understand where we are narratively or what the reality or rules of the world is, um, but I think learning to let go of of my grip on reality is a good Riverdale watching vibe. <laughs> it's true. Um, the Having a good grip on reality right now is a bit of a struggle. So maybe <laughs> we'll just loosen our grip and enjoy Riverdale and see what happens there. Um, uh, a little bit of housekeeping news, Riverdale gang. Um, I am pregnant. So um, eventually, <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Eventually, um, that will need to be dealt with logistically in terms of co-hosting uh, the Riverdale Gang podcast. So um, it occurs to me as we're speaking that we should probably tell the producer of this show that that's a thing. Maybe. Meh, meh. I actually know. I did announce it on Facebook. Anyway, all this to say, um, I am yeah. going to be a parent. In case any of you get enthusiastic and write uh, in, um, I'm uh, non-binary. I'd prefer not to be referred to as a mother. I really like the term parent. So, yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. Um, and the baby yeah. is probably not going to crash our active watching season, but they might. But that's they true. might. That's true. I can't remember how uh, we've got, what, four episodes left in this season? It's a shorter season, right? Yeah, I'm I'm unclear between what Netflix promises and what they'll actually give us. Um, but we're in the back really? half, in theory. We're in the back half of the season. And yeah, we are in the back half. That's true. And sh- I'm, due, I'm due in June, so I think the episodes will be over by then. <laughs> Probably. Who can but, say? Um, Who can say what will happen in this reality? Yeah, not not the writers of Riverdale. It's true. I have to say, I like I recognize that some of the writing on this show has been quite circuitous, but this mm-hmm. is the first episode in a while where I was going like, "What was the deal with that line?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We felt very all over the place this week to me. This episode, um, I think there's some whiplash reorienting to the rules of the world after the river river vale shenanigans. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I understand the rules of the world anymore, and they seem to be changing because superpowers? Question mark. 
Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to talk to you about that as we go along. I think that yeah. would be There's, yeah, we- I'm looking for superhero genre beats in this episode, in my second pass through. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay, let's keep an eye out for that. I'm into that a hypothesis, if that's the sort of the new genre we're experiencing. I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Let's try to get a, get a grip on it. Okay. Shall we jump into uh, whatever this episode was, gang? Yes, let's jump in. <laughs> I'm answering for you, gang. Um, please have your Netflix or um, illicitly recording. obtained recording. Um, I, it's none of our business how you watch this show. We're watching it on Netflix. <laughs> right now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's true. Um, and uh, are you all set to go, Ryan? I'm all set. Let's um, queue up and badoom together. Okay, great. Three, two, one. Badoom. Oh, wow. We synced that up so good. There's uh, a terrible noise. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I was very thrown by the whole the mood of this this opening scene. We are in media res. Except yeah. we don't go back and explain it. Every, it. The action started, but it is disjointedly throwing us right into some weird combination of the end of season five and whatever they've created in Rivervale. Uh, this is Riverdale. I'm pretty sure we're in Riverdale yes. and not Rivervale. I, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, it's the... Everything they've trained me to expect in, as an audience now, through the Rivervale episodes, I feel like they've kind of broken the model to some degree in that I'm I'm suddenly, anything could happen and not necessarily, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know, know what to expect or what to look for either. This was such an interesting moment because poor Jughead has no adult. <laughs> yep. Even, even though he's an adult, you know, yep. I suppose. I suppose his sweet girlfriend becomes his adult, but that's complicated. That's complicated. <laughs> um, I'm I'm confused about how much Uncle knows. Mm-hmm. Like he seems to be like the one that's completely crushed. Like, what aren't you telling me? And it's like, mm. I don't know. Anyway, I also don't. Okay, so. Here's okay, mm. so 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 here we go, Ryan Karen. We've got bingo. Seems How to did be you injured. forget your dog? How yeah, did you I forget your dog? I don't know. Um <laughs> what's going on in in oh yeah, this was also on fire. Yes. I couldn't, I couldn't remember what was going on in well, it here. was a year ago. It was practically a year ago. It's true. It was practically a year ago. Like I'm tempted to go back and you know review season five uh, finale, um, but at the same time the disjointedness of the the episodes since like I don't know I don't know how to yeah. follow exactly yet. By the way, I thought that bell was a great sound. That was a really nice piece of what is that foley? Yes, yes. I didn't um, I didn't catch that the the tinnitus trigger the. It, it took me a few minutes to clue in what they were what they're building with Jughead's plot here. Yeah, I thought this what? scene was so awkward. Speaking, I don't of, understand this family dynamic anymore. Yeah, I feel like they're supposed they're trying to make a, a very sweet effort to like mm-hmm. 
talk about how queer families don't follow traditional family structures. Fine, sure. Are they finding (laughs) drama in it instead? The best way, I don't know, but the best way to show that a bisexual is either insecure or not written by bisexuals (laughs) is to um, be like, show like a straight presenting bisexual couple who are like, by the way, we're still super bisexual. And it's like, like, I've been been that insecure bisexual. Like, I know, (laughs) you know, like it's a real insecurity. Mm -hmm. But it's, I just find this scene very strangely paste and i don't i don't know and then we're back in a very serious serious real world with veronica suddenly yeah i also don't get quite how veronica fits into the magic world unless she is bruce wayne oh but bruce that's wayne who killed her own father <laughs> because what i'm interested that is interesting so okay let's okay sorry let me go back to where i was like by the yes. way, Nana as Chaos Goblin, very fun. But, Wonderful use of Nana. Um, we also see Nana walking, not in the chair, at oh, one point right. in this episode, which we don't you're get right. all that often. They've really um, let her have some fun this season. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so Archie seems to be touched by some sort of superhuman strength or density. Yes. That we also... That also seems to affect his dog. Oh, yes. Yes. The dog his... heals really quickly. Right. Um, I, it's funny. The first time through, I assumed, oh, the dog got Wolverine powers. Right. Okay. So which which superhero is which here? We've got, like, Archie's kind of giving me, like, halfway between Spider-Man and Superman because it's, like, sudden powers from nowhere because of a single event that wasn't very pleasant. Yeah, the, the powers are not Spidey senses or jumping off of buildings. He's got... definitely serving like Smallville Clark Kent or Brandon Ruth Clark Kent, like uh, angsty chisel jawed young man figuring out his own power. Yeah, I also found this scene really awkward. First, like I just found this whole exchange very strangely paced. Oh, um, his legs were broken. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, we've got Betty with, I actually don't know enough superheroes to know what thing Betty's got going on, but she's mm-hmm. seen people's auras if they're aggressive. I thought maybe it was like if they'd killed somebody. Yeah. Um, and that we were going to get a beat about um, Glenn, but it turns yeah. out he was just a creep. Um, and... Uh, We've got. Yeah, we don't really know Veronica. what she is yet. Yeah, I mean, we've got Veronica as maybe Bruce Wayne, and we've got Jughead as the one who's gone deaf. Here's okay. There's so much going on. Um, superheroes and deafness. My first thought was Daredevil, who is blind, and um, okay. his whole arc involves um, developing super senses um, uh, following the accident that blinded him. I believe uh, Matt Murdock and. Um, I, you, you couldn't. It's a little bit different, I guess, with hearing. But also, um, the recent Hawkeye series dealt wonderfully with um, superheroes with hearing loss as characters uh, using ASL as a first language. Um, hmm. And uh, I, it's like they could be going somewhere really cool here. I doubt it, but maybe. 
<laughs> yeah. And then I don't know where that leaves um, poor Tony and Fangs. In a gang war as normal humans. The worst possible place. I guess so. And then who else have we got? Reggie doesn't uh, well, touch Cheryl anything. is a witch. Cheryl's a witch. So Cheryl's what's her name? Um, Cheryl is, yeah, she's our Scarlet Witch type character. Scarlet Witch, that's who I'm looking yeah. for. Totally different yeah. power source, but same type of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think there's there's some, I think this theory is holding water. There's, um, there's, yeah, there's, there's specific beats, um, like the the steps each of these characters are walking through through this episode of of discovery or um, I guess like loss acceptance or processing. Um, reading this episode as a um, discover as a, as origin stories, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was so taken the first time by how disoriented I was by magic still being real even though we're back in the other world. Right. Absolutely. Um, I agree. Well, we had a little bit of Abigail and the magic right before we yes. went to Riverdale. But yes. We, we know she was burned at the stake and we know that Cheryl caused wind. Yes, that's true. And I, I think we're coming pretty hard down on the fact that it's real and not sort of like, Mm-hmm. Fun and quirky coincidence. Yes, very much. They're really okay. committed to these powers being uh, inexplicably powers, superpowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, here they are f- figuring out what happened. And, and handling this with the same sort of cool level head that they handle a lot of things in Riverdale as the only FBI. Yeah. And... I don't know, boss of the town? What is Archie? The heart of the town. The heart of the town. The soul of Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked some of the stuff that happened for Betty in this episode. I will say that. Um, yes, I, I agree. I, I was pleased to see um, her world building out a little bit, um, especially after spending so much time in, in family tragedy with her. Yeah. Also, her, I'm her really into life. this. really into this, like, <laughs> tweed but make it a crop top suit <laughs> look for cheryl here yes it's a yes perhaps it was a night breeze says the old maid that's some there's been weird lines in this like this that weird those weird lines that um almost called her tasha tabitha says to um mm. uh jughead as he's writing and then just now with this old maid line, like there's just been some weird lines in this episode. Mm-hmm. hmm well, There's there's a lot happening, right? And um slightly heightened performance or slightly stylized or exaggerated performance is something they've absolutely leaned into before. Um so when when I see something that is just like that feels wrong and out of place in an episode like this, I feel like I'm seeing puzzle pieces flying off the edge of the table. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though the, the some of the lines were weird to navigate, um, I think in this episode, I did I did feel rewarded by how the actors chose to navigate them. <laughs> Yes, yes. I yeah, I agree. Um I that's I'm having trouble 
getting a feel or getting a read or getting a vibe on the acting style of this episode. Not, yeah. No one feels, everyone feels a little bit different to me. Like, yeah. it's, it's, there's definitely a genre ref- refresh of some sort that's in their acting style, that's in that's in the, the world they're living in. <sighs> I don't yeah. have it yet. I don't get it yet. Yeah, me neither. That's a really good point. Um, I'm wondering, sorry, just watching that scene, I'm wondering if Jughead's superpower is going to have something to do with writing. Hmm. Like, he's not going to be able to hear things, but he's going to be able to, like, sneak into some place and people are going to talk in front of him and he's going to learn to read lips and he's going to write next to I don't know. Something like, you know, mm. the show's wild. Anything can happen. Yeah. Maybe we'll get just a disability narrative alongside a superhero narrative unrelated. Maybe yeah. Jughead is Jimmy Olsen. That's okay, not yeah. a reference I know. Uh, Superman's reporter friend. Oh, Wait. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, so this has absolutely made me think of the original um, Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, the, yes, the suddenly waking up with muscles. Yeah, I think there's a scene similar to it in, um, I mean, that's sort of a very typical Spider-Man scene, actually, now that I think about it. I forget what it is in the Tom Holland mm-hmm. series, but I think in the Andrew Garfield one, he like he's like trying to pick stuff up and he does it too hard. Or something mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. then in in Into the Spider Verse, doesn't Miles stick to things that he doesn't mean to stick to? Yes, he gets stuck to stuff. Yeah. It's adorable. I don't yeah. think Tom Holland got an origin beat because he appeared in Avengers or something. <laughs> That's true, actually. Wait, I, oh my god, I can't remember now. Yeah, he was just Spider Man in high school, right out the gate. They skipped the origin. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, I. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Still haven't seen the most recent Tom Holland Spider-Man. Tom Holland is probably my favorite <laughs> Spider-Man. I'm just going to be honest about that. But Only because really... of Rihanna singing in the rain, though. Uh, I actually <laughs> think it's really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that's a really fun pop culture moment. But I really, I really think he's just a really wonderful actor, <laughs> Tom Holland. Yeah. He's yeah. been a delightful Spidey. Yeah. He's so Hermosa's a character again, and now she is yes. an enemy soon, yeah? Yeah, and also, is Hiram dead? Yeah, <sighs> I don't believe it until we see it. Yeah, I don't either. But I like that beef for Veronica if he's actually dead. I think that's fun. It is a. It would be a bold choice that... <laughs> It'd be you know, bold, they've made, I, I'd they've be made some bold ones, too. The, this yeah. last little while they've gone um nothing's been too much they nothing has been too much for riverdale for a it's while true. now but if it's real i want to like lean into it i want to um mm. like see hermosa and veronica at the funeral and like oh, have, yes. have hermosa like protect veronica by not telling anybody but also like still be on venge, ven, revenge street like i yep. you know i want i want it to get juicy. the revenge to herself yeah Ugh. like if it's if it's real i want it to get juicy yeah pro, uh, okay now the more we talk about it the more i can see some very exciting narrative spin from the the hiram hit potentially whether yeah. or not he's actually dead whether or not also veronica two million liquid just on hand Weren't we a little tighter than that recently? I don't know. I don't know either. 
Um, we were, I think. You're right. Oh, yeah. you know what I notice about this scene is that, mm-hmm. and actually this episode, now that I think about it, is the color scheme is slightly different. Yes, is that what yes. Means that there's a green in there and Pops was like gray. Yes, you're right. There's something, I want to call it cartoon color-y, staring at just this frame. Um, there's something a little bit more vivid and bright, maybe. Like, Archie is always hard shadow, deep colors. Um, yeah. Our, our our full neon flushes have been a thing. But I'm really seeing the... I'm seeing yeah. the variety pop in these we're color getting, full scenes. We're getting, yeah, we're getting no neons in here. Like, it's all, like, browns and mm-hmm. moody kind of detective lighting. Cop vibes. Cop vibes. <laughs> I love how Betty has this guy's number as soon as he walks in the room. She's like, oh, God, come on. <laughs> I briefly forgot that we didn't actually kill Glenn, but I guess then they make well, it better. So I mean, something happens at the end of this episode. Yeah. Glenn went real downhill. Yeah. I, I don't know where the trash bag killer fits into all this. I'm confused. Maybe he's the trash bag. Well, he's definitely no. the trash bag, but there was someone else in the back seat. So. Yeah. Killering him, him. Biff. Biff. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So Why that worked. Often hitting someone who is being aggressive toward you does not diffuse them. <laughs> right. The red would have gotten redder, possibly. Possibly. But um, so it's a, it's it's currently it's a fine-tuned emotional, empathetic resonance that Betty's doing. That seems niche. But it does seem niche. Broad strokes, Jean Grey, psychic. Yeah, I guess so. God, if Betty could read minds, she would violate so much privacy. (laughs) That's true. No one would have secrets. Yeah. Hello, Molly Ringwald. Really nice Molly Ringwald. She looks sharp in this. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, notice there's, like, it's very dark in here and very pale as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yellow jacket. Popping yellow jacket. Yeah. Also, I don't think that the superpowers can be explained by Fred's ghost. No, I I agree. I agree. Um, I think we're getting a different type of ridiculous. I I took this as a beat of um, each person Archie could ask for help. We have a quick moment with them. And he mm-hmm. doesn't. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, except Betty. Yes. Yes. Who's... Right in there with him yeah. in the thick of it. But um, having I, – I, I felt like that's what we were getting from um, uh, from Molly Ringwald's character. Um, just a like – an excuse to, to not get her help. Like she's a she's – a, mm. she is a, a figure in Archie's life who they've now accounted for some – secret and distance from in a way that they haven't always in the past and that i've Mm -hmm. i've I've often wondered what archie's mother thinks of this yeah yeah it's a good point i uh i don't know (laughs) i wonder what molly ringwald thinks in chicago i'm appreciating camila mendez's performance as veronica the second pass through um she seems to be performing it quite straight yeah. As, as an uh, emotional gangland family. 
Yeah, I'm also curious what's going to happen with this plot line, because we kind of already did this. Yeah, we're on like our fourth ghoulie boss. Yeah. I like this boss so far of all the bosses that there have been. Agreed. Agreed. She's um, Twilight Twist. I feel like that must be a comic book character, but I am afraid I don't get the reference off the top. <sighs> yeah, I don't either. Um, it's a fun name. It's an alliteration. Um, but also... we... hmm. Go ahead. We get another alliterative mysterious character shortly, too. I was just thinking of him. Um, I uh, was just thinking that we actually haven't had the stakes about Archie needs to die be like be quite this public in a while like anyone can know it doesn't matter mm. like we had the red paladin mm-hmm. quest for a bit which was kind of in code we've had Hiram yeah. like saying dark things in his office mm-hmm. but we haven't had like a third party be like we're going to kill Archie because I- Hiram told us to that's our job <laughs> Because you know? that's what we're doing. Yep. No, you yeah. are right. You are right. And it plays it plays interestingly to me. Um each of our each of our perspective characters who are reacting to this explosion. Um people come up with different explanations and then it just they run with it. And that I, I found interesting to have parallel parallel panic responses, not all right, um, not all correct, running at the same time. In that Molly has uh, Molly Ringwald's character has her idea, uh, Mary Andrews, yeah. and um, uh, Tony and Fangs are see this as as gang war related automatically. That's the, yeah. the heart of it. And Archie is seeing how none of that fits because he's personally doing his personal thing. And apparently starting a gang war, but not ending it. Archie, yeah, if you're going to go face your rude. hits, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, totally rude. Did you just, like, what, wedgie some ghoulies? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> it's covered in blood later, so I hope not. Yeah, truly. Um, like, how many men did you murder, Archie? <laughs> yeah. I'm having a thought. What was my thought? I don't remember. Oh, I wanted to say this actor playing Brit. I feel like we got to do mm. some fun stuff. We got to see do some fun stuff this episode. Yes. Um, also, all of my worst fears for poor Britta, like they've leaned into that reality triple down. Like this is yeah. this is exactly she is Cheryl's minion. She is the witch apprentice and she is in danger. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. I don't think we've seen Betty interact with a female officer at all. Yeah, I think this woman this is new. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Mm-hmm. We did and it. They they interact in a very crime showy way where they banter out some progress on a case. Yeah. And like, you know, stick up for each other. And like this woman's like... <laughs> I worked out with Agent Scott. He said some things. I'm pretty sure they're not true. Now you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, here comes our first siren of the episode, Riverdale Gang. I wonder if you can hear it. <laughs> oh, well. And Betty has her hunch. Mm-hmm. Her psychic hunch. Fun costumes on the ghoulies. Like, very much like fake gang outfit. 
but like very 2001. They've always made the ghoulies look very delightfully ridiculous and like tied them together in their ridiculousness. Yeah. Ghoulie dandies. Here's this little schmuck in his plaid shirt being like, I'm going to take you all. So the response to whatever happens here is they they declare war. But like, Archie, you left them in shape to declare war. Consequences, buddy. If you're pushing nails barehanded out of a plank of wood and punching like supporting walls with no fear, I feel like... Maybe you could have been more thorough. You could have, like, sprained some wrists. Yeah, yeah, Reggie (sighs) is, like, really not taking this well, which I understand. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I feel like maybe we could show some hope that Dad will recover. (laughs) But it's tough. I'm interested to see um, payoff to this Reggie pathos. That this mm-hmm. like they've they've built this uh, a little step non coherently non linearly but Reggie's story progresses in a way even through Riverdale uh, the same some of the same themes are cycled through uh, and then here it it is the core of his plot right now yeah. Sorry, I was distracted by the fact that um, Veronica just has this assassin's number written down on a piece of paper on her desk and calls him with her own phone. Yeah. Oh, she uses the plus model. Weird. The big phones. I always find the big yeah. phones weird. Fantastic scene from Camila Mendes. Mm-hmm. Of processing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, there's no... Bl- there's no reds there's no blues there's no it's very green episode this episode Mm -hmm. to the point that we barely notice the blood yeah there's a there's a colorfulness to them all yeah does doesn't even miss a beat and then this story again yeah i mean i'm optimistic about jughead's story i think i perhaps i'm perhaps most interested out of what they've laid out for me in Jughead's story so far. Um, Veronica's story, I think, would be very interesting. Um, but it's also uh, very zero to 60 stakes for me in a lot of ways. Like, they they, they jumped into her plotline hard. Um, mm-hmm. And there's an, there's an intimacy to how uh, we've sat with Jughead as um, he recognizes and discovers and processes uh, this hearing loss. Um, and I guess it's probably not the cheerful bright adventure story, um, but it, it was. It's very muted and sweet. I guess I look for boring superhero stories, quiet ones about your feelings. <laughs> you know, a genre feelings. is getting over the top when you're like, I could really do with a boring superhero story. You know, <laughs> just a plain old superhero story, nothing fancy. Yeah, nothing fancy. Um. Betty confronts a murderer again. Nope, you're yeah. not invulnerable, Betty. You're not invulnerable. Good thing right. you have an invulnerable boyfriend, I guess. Enforcer? Yeah, look, yeah. Boyfriend enforcer, enforcer boyfriend. Interesting color scheme choice. The red around uh, Mary, red around the aggressor. I don't think it, it means anything. It's just an interesting choice. And they've also 
committed to such a 80s sci-fi CG choice for Betty Vision. Mm. It's deeply genre. I suppose it is pretty deeply genre. By the way, are they also all teaching at Riverdale while this is happening? Presumably. Wow. No one stopped except Jughead. Yeah, because he got fired. Oh, yeah. For ridiculous reasons. Yeah. For caring too much about his students that he teaches for free. (laughs) Here's our reds, finally. Not much Mm -hmm. in the way of blues, but... Yeah, we're still we're still popping. I still it still feels like there's a wider range of colors in on my screen than I usually see. Like I'm getting cartoony colorful, um, mm-hmm. rather than isolated hard colors. Um, the the color scheme isn't isn't isolating the single note for me, but rather showing me a very bright big world in every scene, even when it's dim lit. That's mm-hmm. what I'm. Oh, that's that's my reaching visual uh assessment for this episode interesting comic booky like um uh birds of prey comic booky oh i don't know that yeah the film birds Um, of prey um uh harley quinn oh yeah 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 i haven't seen it very colorful clown vibes and a colorful clown world um for superheroes to float in and and i'm getting a whiff of that um in the, this in this iteration of Riverdale, yeah, that's interesting. Um, the thing I liked about this scene was that they just automatically believe each other. Yes, I guess. I guess if you had a superpower, it'd be easier to to acknowledge your partner getting a superpower at the same time in the same freaky accident. Yeah, like if you were both <laughs> freaking out equally, that would. Yes. That would make sense. Great little ask- acting challenge for this kid. Creepy, yeah. creepy possession mode. Yeah. Also, this nightgown is fabulous. Interesting experiencing Cheryl as um, the sacrificial lamb, I guess, or the the vulnerable one in the horror plot. Yeah, it's true. I I feel like Nana was the only person she could trust. And now Nana's like, it's cool. We're just going to put Abigail in you. It's fine. Is You'll it be different? fine. Are we sharing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is a timeshare scenario. This is a timeshare scenario. That's quite funny. Um, Her eyes, her voice, her soul. Yeah. Yeah. But Nana's, Nana's like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm aware. <laughs> this also... I wondered. The Nana does real magic, throws five seasons of past Nana all into a fresh new light. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I wonder if um, Aguirre Sakas has kind of been trying to take us in that direction for mm-hmm. a long time and just couldn't get it approved basically like there's that scene in the first season where she figures out that Polly's having twins with a watch or something. Yes. Yes. No, you're right. You're right. It has been seated. Has been seated. Okay. So this sequence, I was like, is this going to be Lucifer? 
who is this going to be? It reminds me so much of a, of a moment in a book that nobody needs to read um, <laughs> called, uh, I think it's called More in Heaven, written by a guy who um, basically wrote Christian supernatural thil- thrillers. They were a bit anti-Semitic, a bit Islamophobic. It's cool. We do. don't need to read. We don't need to read it again. But he has this angel that wanders into town in uh-huh. one of the books. I think it's War in Heaven, dressed hmm. in a very nice suit. And one of the things that he is adept at, um, and it's unfortunate that he's so bloody prejudiced, is um, making angels a little unsettling. Unsettling um, angels is yeah. is a good description of this man's energy. Absolutely. Actually, it reminds me of Philip Pullman. Philip Pullman, also good at angels being unsettling. Jeez. And Philip Pullman, not a racist as far as I know. Um, Percival so, Pickens. Anyway, I just don't know what the deal is. It, it does feel sort of like this. Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Is he sort of like a true neutral what's going on? There is. There's a Pickens Park referenced in, Ooh, in yeah. Archie Cannon. Um, Pickens is a Riverdale name. Um, the resurgence of Ghost Abigail from a hundred years ago. Um, a friend who I rewatched this with earlier, Channing, uh, was saying, "Well, maybe it's like the ghost of Pickens, yeah, of the park, or something to that effect." I mean, that means that there's something about the house. Then there's something about Archery's house that's right important. that the ghost wants. Yeah, or that Abigail wants somebody wants it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Abigail doesn't seem to have her claws out yet. Like I feel like Abigail's just getting going. Yeah, whatever she's got in mind, we have not really seen it yet. I Other really than apparently appreciated- not taking the curse off. Sorry. Yeah, I really appreciated the shock here. Like they're both like yeah. This wasn't a big crying rain falling from the sky kind of scene they were just like whoa mm. this is unexpected yeah What's it's this? like hey life got real we got some bad news we have some new stuff that is going to make every day forward going going different um that's yeah very very um yeah very straightly acted very um just present and processing without the without over dramatizing. It felt more real yeah. for that. Um, the so okay, so let's let's go back to this. The idea that this show is taking itself seriously and has some logic. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie seems to have this natural instinct to protect the house mm-hmm. from this guy, and um. Molly Ringwald's character makes a reference to like, so you're just going to spend the rest of your life in that house. And Archie seems to really, really not be able to leave. And I wonder if that's like a different thing than just, I love my childhood home. I wonder if that plays into Uh the, I wonder if that plays into the superpowers at all. The, the attempt to buy his house certainly leans in. Yeah. Yeah. And Veronica is in a very mundane world. A very yeah, horribly mundane, mundane world. And sad. She just had her dad killed. Yeah, and we're celebrating Reggie's dad not dying. Awkward. Yeah. Just a little um, awkward. 
Uh, I, okay, so I feel like in the trailer, maybe it was the season trailer rather than this episode trailer, or back half uh, season trailer, I feel like Reggie says something like, you lied to me, and he figures it out, and that didn't happen in this episode, did it? Nope. But that promises great drama. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Hmm. My God, this outfit on Cheryl with the bow. I love this plaid bow. Oh my God. <laughs> what is why? But I'm not mad. It's it's a great theme this week, I guess. It's how we'll know that she is and is not Abigail, whether or not there's flannel. I Play yeah, patterns being greatly used. <laughs> It was quite creepy to see Nana holding the um, spider brooch at the end. Yes. Fantastic. Um, Acknowledging that it is a character signature. Yeah. Um, Fantastic in-world self-awareness, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Britta's like, what was that all about? Britta's having quite a year. She came out. She got kicked out of home. She's discovering her new things about herself, like possession and witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I love. I also loved all the old-fashioned phones in this episode. We've got, like, mm. that office phone. I mean, obviously, Veronica also uses her cell phone, but... Yes. Well, she needed it. to receive the picture. But, yeah, other parts of Riverdale are still vintage. <laughs> Yeah, which is something I've always liked about this show is these weird vintage touches. Nervous about Tony and Fangs' arc. Little nervous about Tony and Fangs' arc. Yeah, what's going to happen here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> I thought I, this scene was really funny, honestly. Yes. Um, just this, like... Oh, no. Uh, i not that i condone violence but i did think it was a funny scene i like oh in riverdale when you see archie it's like you know something is wrong yeah so whatever if there's a curse and evidently there seems to be a curse it would abigail wants to keep it going but so what is the what is the curse then? Like is the curse Archie thinking he's invincible and uh Betty thinking she has everyone's number and Jughead going deaf? Maybe it's a superpower curse. Like maybe it's not a punishment curse and she's building a team. Yeah, maybe. Optimistically, get them all in spandex. (laughs) Provided and designed by Cheryl Blossom. You've always wanted to wear spandex, right, everyone? (laughs) Strange. Oh, yeah, we've got this. I also am not yet sure what life is like for Kevin and what's happening here. Yeah, isn't he going to Broadway? Why is he... Well, he's not because there's a baby to protect with his life from the gang war because the drama teacher is the best equipped one there to stay in Riverdale. 
Something don't take your child to New York or anything away from the gang war. <laughs> no, why would you do that? Um, one of the things I loved about this moment is that she pauses right before she says structure. And I do wonder yes. if that um, one line Happened. actor was like, this house is messed. I'm going to like punch this word a little. And or maybe she was told to. I don't know. But it's a great moment. However, it happened. Oh, Veronica, <sighs> you're sad. Yeah. She's also not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a good point. Like, offing Hiram is logically sound at this point. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, and I thought Betty was about to propose to Art. Like, I just wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're they in have this a. Together, but you're already in this together. I'm just confused. Yeah. Their little super superhero origin talk, founding connection. Yeah, I don't know. How do we? How do we feel what? about Archie's? Archie's everything feels rude here <laughs> to me this episode. But also, yeah, there's definitely some brooding. I haven't had baseline Archie because we've had weird psycho pseudo Archie for half a season. So I don't know what my baseline Archie is. Yeah. But he seems broody. Maybe it's superhero broody. That is a thing. Very genre. All, yeah. I don't know. I'm all in. So what? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next? All in figuring out what's happening to us? Yes. Yes, you would be. And Bingo's fine. And then this weird thing with Bingo. I don't know. I mean, they dropped a house on the dog. He took his cast off. So something's up with the house. Mm-hmm. And Anyone who was in the house. Okay, so... We're pretty sure Cheryl didn't try to curse Bingo. No. Yeah. So what? Bingo's getting like an Andrews. Curse residual. I don't know. And then Glenn oh, residual. Idea. Just a little yeah. residual, Glenn. And who is this? Who? What's the deal with this trash bag killer? Who's like? I don't. I thought the trash bag killer didn't like, but I don't know what's happening. Is obsessed with? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this is how it was always going to end for Glenn. Yeah. Let's be um, real. Unmiss. <laughs> Ooh, there's our big dramatic red. Yes. With death. With death. <laughs> yes. Death. <sighs> well, so that, Glenn, was... that was certainly an episode of Riverdale. Boy, howdy, was it? It had. It was a lot of Riverdale. It had lots of Riverdale in it. I don't know what's happening, but I'm intrigued enough to not run away. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> We're still here. We're still in it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know if either of us has anything kind of significant to say about this Riverdale game. They've set something up. Uh, we're going to see where it goes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, right. good to be back with you, uh, Riverdale gang humans uh talking we're the weekly i've missed our riverdale chloe yeah it's nice to be back it's nice to be back 
So obviously the other thing, Riverdale gang, is that um, release day has changed. So recording day has changed. So our release day has changed. Indeed. You get it. We follow the networks um, as we need. <laughs> yes. We'll see you on Tuesdays mostly. Yeah. Mondays? Is it Monday? Uh, we're today's Monday, know. so um, yeah. it'll air. It'll air on television Sunday. We'll watch it Monday. We'll release yeah. the podcast on Tuesday. Most of you will be waking up on Tuesday with our deep West Coast time. Okay, yes. thanks. Thanks for explaining that to me, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Not and, at all. Uh, thanks for coming back with us, gang, into whatever the heck this is that we are calling Riverdale. Truly. Okay. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>